welcome to the Higher Ed Briefing, your dive into the world of education. Every Monday, Wednesday and Friday, we'll bring you curated stories from education in the UK and around the globe. Join me, Lewis McKinnon, as we explore the latest trends, insights and inspiring tales in the field of learning. With all that being said, let's move on to our first story. Firstly, apologies if you can hear a steady rumbling in the background. I've had to put the heating on as I'm slowly turning blue recording this. Our first story today comes from the much warmer climate of Dubai, where Arabian Business report that there has been a significant growth in enrolments at Dubai private schools for the 2023-2024 academic year. Dubai's private schools have experienced a significant surge in enrolments during the 2023-2024 academic year, marking the largest increase in student numbers since the establishment of the Knowledge and Human Development Authority, KHDA, in 2007. This growth saw a remarkable 12% increase, equivalent to over 39,000 new students compared to the previous year, bringing the total number of students in private schools in Dubai to over 365,000. The article from Arabian Business attributes this growth to Dubai's economic agenda, D33, which aims to double the size of the city's economy within the next decade and position Dubai as one of the world's top global cities. The continuous influx of families relocating to the city and parents' strong desire to enrol their children in top-tier schools reflects Dubai's emergence as an attractive city for living and working. Dr. Abdullah Al-Karam, the Director General of KHDA, stated that Dubai is creating growth and continues to welcome a record number of families and teachers each year. Schools in Dubai prioritise quality, well-being and inclusion, offering diversity in curricula, locations and demographics, which provides both teachers and parents with unique educational experiences. He also emphasised the vision of Dubai's leadership for a private school community, internationally renowned for its diversity and quality, with education in Dubai aiming to rank amongst the best in the world. He went on to say that the city is not just experiencing growth, it is creating growth, and is an ambitious city that is a magnet for ambitious people. And Dubai continues to welcome a record number of families and teachers each year. Currently, Dubai has 220 private schools with 17 different curricula, catering to students from over 180 nationalities. More than three quarters of all students in the Emirate receive an education rated as either good or better by the school's inspection bureau, including 76% of Emirati students. This data goes some distance to underscore the quality of education in Dubai's private schools and the city's commitment to maintaining high educational standards. Our second story focuses the spotlight on the potential for young people to be arbiters of peace for the present and the future. Our initiative by the United Nations Educational, Scientific and Cultural Organization, UNESCO. The UNESCO Associated School Network, ASPNET, celebrated its 70th anniversary by engaging more than 10,000 students from 68 countries in a series of digital campuses conducted in English, French and Spanish. 
These campuses aim to explore how young people can actively contribute to peace in a world facing numerous conflicts. ASPNET, founded on principles of peace, intercultural dialogue, understanding, sustainable development and quality education, highlighted the urgency of promoting lasting peace in today's turbulent global landscape. Dialogues between experts, students and teachers yielded actionable insights on building peace and fostering global citizenship. Fermin Edouard Matoko, Special Advisor Africa for UNESCO, emphasised that peace isn't merely the absence of war. It encompasses values, attitudes and behaviours that can be learned from a young age. Peace requires continuous efforts and the involvement of everyone to address personal and collective conflicts social and economic insecurity, and environmental instability. Actions for peace are also vital at the national and community levels, especially in conflict and post-conflict regions. Mediation plays a crucial role in establishing trust and dialogue amongst conflicting parties, ultimately paving the way for innovative solutions and lasting peace. Panji Hario Panomo, a teacher from Indonesia, shared his successful local peace initiative emphasising the significance of education, conflict resolution, youth empowerment and the preservation of cultural heritage in fostering peace within local communities. Peace building is not abstract, it's made of actions and conversations. Let's be ambassadors of peace, champions of dialogue and preservers of heritage. Together we can turn the dream of peace into a tangible reality. The article underscores that peace isn't an abstract concept, but is built through concrete actions and conversations. It encourages individuals, particularly young people, to embrace diversity, engage in active listening and show respect for others as they take on the role of peace ambassadors and champions of dialogue. In a world marked by conflicts, the article highlights the importance of educating and empowering the youth to actively contribute to peace in their communities and beyond. The 42nd session of the UNESCO General Conference started on the 7th of November and runs through until the 22nd of November. London has always been seen as the de facto destination to start or build your career in the UK. I didn't move to London for work until I was 25 and our final story reflects on a report from the BBC where recruitment company Derogan Talent believes Welsh university graduates may be better off coming back to Wales. Young graduates leaving Wales in search of higher paying jobs may actually find themselves financially better off by staying in the country, according to a company striving to reverse the brain drain. Derogan Talent, which roughly translates to predict or foretell, Established in 2018, has been working to attract students who studied outside of Wales to return after graduation. On average, the founders suggest that individuals could have more disposable income in Cardiff compared to London, primarily due to the lower cost of living. While wages may be higher in London, the increased living expenses offset these gains. Owen James, founder of Drogan Talent, said, I think there are a lot of students interested in coming back. Although wages may be higher in London, because the cost of living is so much higher, you will get more money if you stayed and worked in Cardiff on average. 
The push-pull factors influencing young people's decisions to leave and not return to Wales include a dearth of higher paying and diverse job opportunities, coupled with challenges relating to housing affordability and availability. Population growth in Wales has been slowing, with the lowest increase of any UK country over the past decade. Furthermore, data from the Office for National Statistics reveals that many local authorities in Wales have witnessed the departure of people aged 18 to 29 over the last 10 years. Samuel Kurtz, a Conservative member of the Senate, expresses concerns about this trend and calls for a balanced approach that allows young people to explore opportunities elsewhere while creating incentives for them to return to Wales and contribute to the local economy. The Welsh Government acknowledges these concerns and is working to create better job opportunities, increase skills and address issues such as the impact of second homes on local communities. They have also committed to investing in the construction of additional homes for rent in the social sector. Mr Kurtz said that some people want a chance to leave Wales to get something else and learn something else, and they need to get that support. But then there must be something to draw them back to Wales to contribute to life here. We would like to see investment from the Welsh Government in an industry that wants to give people here in Wales skills for the future. Derogan Talent and others are making efforts to encourage young graduates to stay in Wales by emphasising the financial benefits of remaining in the country while also shedding light on the challenges related to job opportunities and housing affordability. It underlines the Welsh Government's commitment to addressing these issues and retaining young talent in the region. That's all from me today. Thanks for listening. Remember to subscribe to the Higher Ed Briefing wherever you get your podcast fixed to receive a new set of stories every Monday, Wednesday and Friday from the world of education. Links to all stories covered in today's briefing can be found in the episode description, along with acknowledgements for the original authors and sources. Higher Ed Briefing is a Higher Ed Media production.